voice came out all cracked. <laughs> oh, we can't hear you. You're yeah, muted. You're muted. <laughs> <laughs> I have it said to automatically mute myself because the only time I use Zoom is for interviews where I'm muted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> if we even have the opportunity up, to dude. use Zoom. What? What's up? <laughs> What's up, Ray? Not much. It took me like the past 10 minutes to find a place in my apartment where I was visible at all on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like not facing my window. I'm totally in the shadows. And if I move like three inches this way, I have no features. <laughs> so, Love that. Delicate act. Yeah. So today's episode is special. You're our first guest on our podcast. Oh my god, I hope I'm not horrible. No, welcome to the Snowflake gang. <laughs> um, and the topic, well not really like the topic, but the the special edition episode is Galentine's Day, which we're filming this very much in advance so of, of the actual Galentine's Day, but it will be released on Galentine's Day. Yes. Which is the goal. Um, I, like I like that you guys don't do the like movie magic where you're like, today is. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, we <laughs> Extra effort. Very, the- yeah, very low effort here. Very low stakes. Yeah, um, we keep yeah. it real. We cry. We, uh, you know, Mostly we want to show the people extreme. who we are. Yeah, we have breakdowns. <laughs> There's truly not like a rhyme or rhythm to the way we <laughs> do this so if it's terrible you know it is what it is whatever it's yeah. art it's avant-garde yes. it's free form it's a commentary on podcasts i love it <laughs> hey, you know what just going off that for a brief second what is our take on modern art like putting a chair in a museum and saying it's art it's, it's art Art is something that makes you feel or makes you think, then everything is art. Putting a chair in a museum, that's art because you're thinking about it. You're thinking about what art means. Hmm. That's art. Someone sits in that chair, now they're part of the art exhibit. Did you guys ever hear that story? It was like some modern art feature where someone like took their glasses off and put them on the floor. And then like everyone started like taking pictures of it because they thought it was like part of the exhibit. I'm screaming. I love that. They made art. They thought they were pranking people, but being like, haha, they think that's art. But they made art. <laughs> that's fair. Mara, you, what do you think? I don't know. Um, I think no, not everything's art. You can't just put a chair in the museum and be like, that's art. But <laughs> I feel like interpret like it's up to interpretation, like you know, art is always subjective. And if, but then I think about, okay, this is so corny, but in The Incredibles, when the villain's like, if everyone's super, no one is. Like that's literally <laughs> like art. If everything is art, then nothing is art. You know what I mean? But then life imitates art and life is everything. So uh, my final answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> what about okay, you? so here's my thing. To be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> like, I don't have an, an opinion on modern art because I don't gen, gen, generally care for modern art. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to say that's something that makes me mad, which is <laughs> I don't like when people who like modern art shit on like movies or books that are um, 
what's that word? Um, Ancient? Yes, but no, like that, that word that means it's just like for pure entertainment. Ironic. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> I don't like when they watch like more, like you said, mainstream media or whatever. Like, oh, it's not art. Like, right. just because it's not in black and white and like Christopher Nolan didn't direct <laughs> it, that doesn't make it not art. And it also took like hundreds of people to work on these things. Mm -hmm. Minus like if you're writing a book, but anyway, so it's just like a fun thing that yeah. Because what they mean to say is it's art I don't like, which is yeah, a exactly like categorization. Like if I just went and been like every art house film isn't art because I don't like it, I'm gonna piss off a lot of film nerds. Yeah, that's the thing. And like whatever, if you don't like it, that's fine. Like that's great, but like don't say it's not art. Like, I'll hurt you. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I find like it's impossible to make a movie or a show or write a book and say it's not art because you created something. You know what I mean? Like, I think, Ray, you put it really perfectly when you said it's just like not art that you like. I guess I never really thought of it that way, but I'm open to changing my mind. I do it every time, every time on this podcast, I'm changing my mind. My goddamn mind. Um, really? Have you actually changed your mind on anything so far? Well, mostly neutralized my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so we this always like tempered you down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I always start off with a blazing hot take, and then I'm like, that's not even who I am. Like, why? <laughs> right now, literally performance right now. But yeah. Well, that I mean, like, this is art. What we're doing right now. I agree. We I mean, our faces, are, obviously. But it's also like creative art. Yeah. I think conversations are like a true art form, especially once you get into like the rhythm, you really like see and feel the impact of a conversation. Like you could there's you can drastically see the difference between like small talk and like a deep conversation. I feel like it's underappreciated because it's such an everyday thing. Like you talk to people, well, not anymore. <laughs> we used to talk to people every day. <laughs> And I feel like now, because we don't talk to people, I really appreciate like having the social interaction and being like, wow, this is such a like juicy, beautiful moment. I'm going to put it in my pocket for later. I miss small talk. Yeah. I was one of those people, whenever anyone's like, oh, I hate small talk. Let's just skip to the big stuff. I'm like, no, I don't know you. Like, I'm not wrong <laughs> with you. I don't know you. How's the weather? Like, That's what's do you like? Like, this is how we get to know each other. But it's like I miss that because it's like I don't interact with anyone yeah. except this. So it's like I never have those like little polite conversations that you don't have with your friends. Right. Like, the snow, right? Like you don't <laughs> those shared moments with strangers where it's like, you know, just that little bit of human connection. I miss that a lot. That's very romantic. That is. I was gonna say, like, I feel so awkward and uncomfortable with small talk because I always feel like they're gonna hate me for what I don't know why but I'm just like they hate everything I'm saying right now they don't want to hear this they don't want to hear about oh my god it's cold today like I literally try to not talk when I go to the grocery store or something I'm just like hello robot don't want to talk <laughs> but yeah I guess small talk in itself is, is an art for sure this is like you could be bad yes. at small talk oh yeah there are a lot of people who are bad at small, <laughs> yeah. small talk but I'm not gonna say like I'm good at it I'm always looking for a joke 
And sometimes that joke is like a little bit too familiar for someone. <laughs> or it's like, I make a joke because it's funny to me, or I can like think of a friend that would think it was funny. And it's like, I'm going to say this and you're not going to laugh. But when I tell Sarah about it later, she's going to laugh. <laughs> so that's the... <laughs> Yeah, I have that same problem too. Or even just like something will happen and I'll laugh, but like the other person won't. And it's like, yeah, if someone else were here, they'd get it. <laughs> I feel like some of the worst conversations I've ever had are with people who just don't have the same sense of humor as me. And I'm like, either they're dying laughing and I'm like, what is happening? Or the other way around. And I just feel like running away. Cause I'm like, this is cringe for all of us involved. <laughs> yeah no one's happy this is a lose-lose yeah especially like I have stupid humor sometimes so like like the sound like you mentioned the Incredibles before you know that sound when um the son whose name I'm forgetting is like running on the water and like his feet are making a noise like to me that's the most hilarious thing that could possibly happen (laughs) and like I rewinded it like like the Little Mermaid 2, I fast forward through the whole movie just to hear the part where the penguin like walks really, really quickly on the ice just because it's like a funny sound to me. Um, I think you would just have a foot fetish. <laughs> no, I don't though. It's really MR <laughs> fetish right now. That's what it's I'm just thinking. the sound. Like <laughs> I find that cartoon sound of feet. Yeah. Just hilarious. And like my bird does it on his like little gym. I was thinking yeah. about that when you sent that video to the work group chat and it was just like the little like plap, 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 plap. Yeah. I, I do. I agree. I wouldn't it's like so fast funny. forward through a movie to hear it, but I am like, <laughs> when it happens. I find it the funniest shit. So, but it's, you know, it's like what you both said when someone else doesn't understand why you're fast forwarding through the movie to get to that part. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then when you get there and you rewind it so you can watch it again, you know, just kind of disheartening. That's why I don't like dating apps. How do you tell someone, oh, what do I find funny? Feed sounds. <laughs> yeah, cartoon feed sounds. You know what? If a girl on Tinder told me that, I would be so happy just that they were saying something like original and unique and funny and weird. Everyone on dating apps is just having like the same bland conversation back and forth where it's like oh my god I love your lipstick oh my god I love your lipstick oh my god I got it Sephora I got my <laughs> don't say anything else <laughs> there's no or they send like a gift from the office and it's like well that's a conversation killer I got, like what do you say unmatch yeah. unmatch <laughs> yeah yeah so when they don't say hello first or like my personal favorite is when instead of saying hey, how's it going? You get something like a sext right away. And it's like, like it's a Monday afternoon. What's happening? <laughs> Coming in like, real just say hello. <laughs> just say hello. Ask me how I'm doing. We're in crazy times. Ask me how I'm doing. You know what I mean? Because the answer probably won't be good. So there's an interesting conversation yeah. already. <laughs> there we go. The new small talk. Exactly. Oh my God. It's so frustrating when that's, or like when they think it's a compliment, they're like, oh, you have such natural curves. First of all, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, what's a natural curve? I'm like, 27 years old and I live in Quebec. What kind of curve did you think I was going to have? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. It's so frustrating. I hate that shit. Ugh. I feel like it's also hard to be like the interesting one out of the bunch. 
<laughs> I find that like a lot of even in my friend group sometimes I'm like wow I'm like the cool one here that's that's that man and you're goddamn humble I'm like now I have to entertain everybody I'm like this is not good yeah. yeah that's why it's like I like collecting like freaks like that's my go-to group is always like a little group of gremlins running around being like this is like I don't want to be the weirdest one I don't even think I'm that weird yeah when I hang out with a group of like really normy girls, it's like, oh, they're all really sweet and nice. But like, but I'm the weirdo. I'm like the freak. I don't want to be the freak. I want to be a freak. <laughs> freak amongst Among freaks. Yeah. See, I got good at, thanks to high school, I got very good at just like changing my personality to fit the group, which is why I was able to like fit in everywhere. Yes. Um, and that's why now I just absorb fictional characters because I don't know how to have my own personality (laughs) I feel that I don't like absorb fictional characters but I do feel like I I'm always in an identity crisis because I was constantly like changing up who I was to fit in so now I'm just like who am I I don't know I was just literally before you got on here Ray I was just saying to Alicia I'm like every day I'm like do I have hobbies like do I have I do am I really interested in something or like did I just make that up to like appease someone one day it's chaotic it's chaotic life to live I think that is like the one benefit of being like a theater kid in high school it gave me no life skills it certainly didn't get an easy time in high school but it's like I had a personality and I was in it yeah and I was like this is who I am this is my identity that's fine so it's like it's a little bit better off when it's like I moved on but now I'm like I, I don't do theater anymore so I'm like <laughs> I don't know it's like right, yeah. hobbies. I, I like to sit. Ice. <laughs> I watch YouTube <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the only hobbies that exist anymore right now are like old school hobbies like knitting and making bread or like <laughs> literally just consumption of media like directly to the brain. <laughs> like there's nothing else happening right now. Which is tough. Yeah, I'm the latter. Yeah. All I do is consume media, baby. Media encyclopedia. <laughs> as we call you on the show. Uh, speaking of, on, um, do you guys watch American Gods, by any chance? No. I saw the first season with my parents, but I don't have HBO, so I haven't oh, seen it. Okay. Well, it's on Prime, in case anyone Ooh. wants to go down that road. But that's what I like about the show, is that like the media is portrayed as like one of the new gods. Oh, um, because it's true, right? Like, like I'm totally if if that was like a real situation, I'm totally one of the people that would like send all the power to, like, to the media because all I do all fucking day is watch movies and TV and read books and all that stuff. But like the other day, my aunt told me to get a life, and I was like, well, I can't, I can't even go get a life, even if I wanted to. That's the wrong time for that suggestion. Yeah, like what life am I supposed to have? I'm just gonna get sick and die if I try to go get a life. <laughs> I feel like I love when I have friends like both of you because you both are very like you have specific interests that intrigue me so I'm always like okay I I can have something to talk about that I'm gonna like absorb from them and like learn from them or at least be able to admire whereas like when I hang out with some of you know people who are just in your life because they've been in your life for a long time like when I hang out with those kind of people I'm like fuck man there's like literally nothing I could say to these people to entertain myself like there's nothing (laughs) going on knock 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 anybody there nope empty head 
like straight up no it's like my friends from high school like I love them but they all their lives are so unrelated to what's going on in my life and it's like they're all talking about like their weddings and like oh my son turned two today and I'm like well I'm very happy for you but like a two-year-old lives in your house what <laughs> yeah it's fucked <laughs> a lot of people from my high school and I'm 27 a lot of people from my high school already have like toddlers like five or six-year-olds um a lot of people are married um or engaged or got pregnant and then got married or whatever which like obviously yes like do the life path you need to do um but it's just I mean I wasn't even friends with some of them I'm just like wow like just like spinning out kids already and like (laughs) and I feel I feel like I don't like yes I'm living alone now but like before that I was like I feel like I have nothing in my life together you're bringing a new life (laughs) in this world terrifying to me yeah Yeah. I kind of feel like though they don't have it all together too they just happen to also have a child (laughs) so it's like even more chaotic (laughs) that's very possible Or like a lot of the people I know who are in that stage in their life like they got so much help from like their parents or the people who they're with their parents so it's like yeah you got to buy a house and like start a family because your fucking parents are rich and they helped you with a down payment or whatever Mm mm-hmm I'm like, I'm not, I'm literally not moving out until I can afford to not be poor. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, also, like, no offense, Maria, but life is very biased against single people. Yes. Like, it's easier to afford anything if you can split it. Yes. With a- so, like, a house is so much easier to buy if there's two of you. Like, yeah, because you're doubling your income. Like, it's insane. But, like... Mm-hmm why are we so dependent on like a double income no kids system like that's not well and even like my brother was making a shit ton of money and he applied for a mortgage and, and it would have been more than if like if I started dating someone who was making the exact same amount that I was my brother's making more than that wow. but they were proven for a mortgage because it was just one of them that's what they didn't want to prove him as a single person buying a house that he's got a girlfriend it's like well it doesn't even matter that her income is like you know university ta it's so much easier because there's two of them they're a couple that's insane that's so wild man that's why you need to have a lot of gal pals around (laughs) unfortunately ray if you didn't have a cat or if i was not allergic to cats we would be living we could get such a sick like four bedroom i mean like I wouldn't be buying well we could rent a sick or <laughs> buy a house together that'd be cute yeah. <laughs> so cute you know what i did tell my so speaking of gal pals my um my really good friend milana and i we already made a plan mm-hmm. for that when both our parents are dead and we are retired and like we can't take care of ourselves we're gonna buy a house together <laughs> We have that article at work that shows up on social <laughs> three months like clockwork. Those like retired best friends. Yeah, that's gonna be us. We're gonna get a cute little house and live our life and take month long the month long vacations and just be like great gal pals who live together. <laughs> and it'll work because like we're very low key and we like the same things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's a we have a good relationship that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because like it's even like I'm on a dating app, quote unquote. But it's also <laughs> like very, 
it's like very understood that we both expect the two of us to like end up with no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's where I'm at in my life I need like a marriage pact with somebody yeah it's like all the people I've made marriage pacts with are married now and it's like you let me <laughs> you let me down what am I gonna do I'm 40 now this is why you gotta get in writing yeah yeah but the the writing is always if we're not with anybody else <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna leave my current wife <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the guy whose wedding you wore the wedding dress to would leave his wife for you. (laughs) (laughs) You you want to know something? He was my high school boyfriend, who's like my first boyfriend, and he's married with a two-year-old now, and that's like where I keep like measuring my life up against. I'm like, (laughs) been me with a (laughs) two-year-old married. Like, I don't want to be around children. I don't know about you guys, but like, I'm just I mean, like, I, I like my cousins, but it stops. No, like there. my own, like, I don't oh. want to ever see a replica of me yeah. come up to me like, mommy, I'll be like, kid, <laughs> I'm a life, kid. <laughs> I, I like kids and I'm good with kids. And like, I spent my whole like youth working with kids, right? I was like babysitting and tutoring camp counselor and whatever. Yeah. And it just told me that I do not have the patience to be around a kid for more than six hours. Like that's where I hit like my wall and I'm just like, shut up. Yeah. Like I, I can't do it. Ugh. Also the idea of being pregnant is absolutely horrifying. Terrifies me. When I see a pregnant belly, I'm like, I don't trust it for oh some God. reason. You, <laughs> you know I what I do like? I think it's cute when it's like, you know, if it's just like a woman taking a picture, I'm like, yeah. oh, belly, this is yeah. so when you see it in person like it's moving <laughs> kicks it's like uh there's a person in there <laughs> the one funny thing though about pregnant women is that like if they lie just right and they're like very pregnant they could like balance stuff on their tummies which i think is just hilarious <laughs> you can do that now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no nothing is coming out of my body unless it's like stuff that's supposed to come out yeah like, every time I like <laughs> I see on TikTok someone who's pregnant being like oh here's a tip to help prevent tearing I'm like I no I'm okay I'm okay I don't well, like nothing should be tearing to begin with honestly no. I don't no. want anything <laughs> to tear. but I do like want to have like a friend who's pregnant so I can like have the experience like but just be parallel to it <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> yeah and like that's, that's the dream and, and like, see the baby grow fine. up like probably my sister my sister wants kids and I'm just like yeah, yeah. like being being the cool and is always fun being the cool older cousin is always fun because then you know you bring them to the movies you buy them all the candy they're not supposed to have <laughs> and then they get dropped off at home so it's not you who has to deal with it <laughs> true yeah yeah and like it's, I don't think it's selfish anymore. I, I used to think it was selfish until I grew up and realized that like, I want what I want. Um, like I want to travel a lot and like go to very expensive comic cons and meet Chris Evans another five times. And let me tell you, he does not come cheap. All right. <laughs> I got to pay for that, man. You yeah. Know? So like, I don't want my experiences to have to be put on hold for a baby yeah like I feel like becoming a mother is a very selfless 
thing to dedicate a long period of time to. So like you really yeah. have to want kids to have kids. Well, you should anyway. I'm sure yeah. there are a lot of people who just, just happens. But yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could, I, I feel like I'm too selfish to do that. Oh yeah. 100%. Maybe for now. I don't know. You, I, I'm not someone who's like really dead set on not having kids, but just like pretty sure, you know? Yeah, man. I don't, I couldn't do like, I don't even want to like have to eat less fast food for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> like let alone all the stuff that like, you can't do this and you can't yeah. do, that, shouldn't do this. Just like even eating McDonald's less than I eat it now. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah want to be googling everything that I because I have anxiety also so that's not a good mix I don't want to be googling every single thing I eat being like Ritz crackers okay pregnant like 30 times a day (laughs) yeah you need it yeah like you can't have coffee when you're pregnant I'm supposed to be a functioning adult without a cup of coffee is that a joke yeah Mm -hmm. like come on no maybe if I'm ever like rich and flamboyant I'll do like I'll have like a foster home. I'll have a bunch of like teenagers. Just also, it's a very nice thing to do that as well. Yeah, um, that's what I would do. But I don't want like a child in yeah. my house. I don't want a, like a toddler in my house. Like a 16 year old, come on in. It's fine. Place yeah. downstairs, go wild. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And like, I remember back in the day when I was in like high school, they were like, oh, you shouldn't tell people you date that because you might change your mind. And I was like, believe me. I will not change my mind. Babies can't tell you what they want. They cry all day long and you have to clean another human being's poo. We don't even like to clean our own. Why would I want to clean someone else's? And in what world is that a good time? See, I feel like that, but then it's also like, I have fully chased my cat around my apartment to wipe his ass. And I'm like, this is fine. Like, like touch a baby's butt. So it's like, I guess when you love something, the feeling is different, but it's like- Listen, I have a lot of little cousins, okay? Who I have loved since day one with my entire heart. And I have not picked up any of them until they turn two years old and start telling me if something's wrong, like using words, like using the English language. Until they weren't able to say any words, I don't touch them. Until their head stops being weird and soft, I don't touch them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the soft spot is not I don't like I don't like it when it moves Ugh, it, like it. flutters I'm like okay get out get out get out get out <laughs> yeah and like they're so delicate and like I hold like what's that what's that movie where like they're holding a baby and they're holding it away and they're like you're holding it like a football and she says oh this is how I would hold a football Rachel and Ross, not a movie. It's Rachel and Ross. Like that whole scene where like she doesn't know how to hold Ben and she's just like going like this, like that's me with anything under the age of two years old. Yeah, I, my little sister was born when I was like 12. So I kind of like grew up taking care of her and like literally if you just like hold a baby too tight, they just vomit on you. Just like puke (laughs) on your shirt, down your back. Like, no, it's not what I want. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. That being said, though, my aunt did give birth about two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're T minus uh, 22 months until you hold that child. Very exciting. And she is super cute. Her name is Leia, but not after the Star Wars character, which I feel is like a miss. Like, even if it's not, just say it is. You'll get brownie points with other people. You know what I mean? 
True. Um, but now she's so cute and tiny. But yeah, I was. And I told my aunt, I was like, COVID or no COVID, at least you, at least you know that I will never get her sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will not be going near her at all. So it really works out. This whole system I have benefits everybody. Having a kid during the pandemic is probably so strange for the child because they have no social interaction. Well, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> but like growing up the first like year without any like outside experiences it's so weird I wonder how that like well, they're I, gonna be I feel like the first year is probably fine because yeah. so much of that they're not they don't do anything anyway they're like absorbing the world this far around their head yeah it's like I have a friend whose baby was like one this year and was like learning to walk and talk and it's like that's gotta be crazy yeah. Like, well, not yet. I mean, it will be weird <laughs> when this is over and they have to go back to. It'll be like culture shock, I feel. They'll just be like, what the fuck? What is yeah, it? A, a lot more crying babies in public, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we'll have culture shock after this is like once we're back in it? I think so. I think we're going to have think... like social shock. I think when we're back in the office, everyone is going to be deranged. Like, <laughs> we're all going to be feral and none of us know how to like interact with humans. We'll just be like scuttling around and like yelling everything and screaming Guys, everything. Literally no joke. Last night I had a dream. <laughs> we were, everyone was back in the office and I literally came in with like a boom box and we were all just like jumping in the middle of our pod together like we're back (laughs) but I was like this is so strange and like I don't know I like do you even think we'll go back like I'm so this year no maybe I mean it depends on how vaccinations roll up if it's like easy and simple and everyone can get it if they want it then maybe yeah I don't care I just miss interacting with our friends you know yeah because that's like the best part of our I miss not everything having to be a slack message because I feel like such an idiot when I have to like message my manager like a little question like being like Avery hi when it's like in the office I could just be like hey is this cool and she'd be like yeah yeah but it's like a whole thing where you're like oh my god so sorry to bother you says you're in a meeting oh my god I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah strange I don't know um circling back to our topic I did have a question that I wanted to ask you guys um when it comes to soulmates first of all do you believe in soulmates second do you think they have to be romantic because my take is I've only had soulmates with like my friends like where I feel like oh my god like I could not live without this person it's only been with like a few of my friends so I'm just curious about how you guys feel about that. Um, okay, so do I believe in soulmates? Yes. And do they have to be romantic? No. I think that it could happen either way. I think you could have multiple soulmates. Um, yeah, and also like, I don't, I'm not the type of person either to put my romantic relationships above a friendship. Yeah. Um, and that it's not because of, oh, partners come and go, but friends are for life. It's really not that because friends can ditch your life too, to be honest. Um, it's more just like, I think if it's an, a real loving relationship, 
where you bear all to one another, I don't think it has to be romantic. I've, I've, I've told more to friends than I had to any person I was seeing, to be honest. Yeah. Like, and maybe that's interesting. Like, why do we, you know, like, why is it that we tell so much to our friends, but won't tell your partner something? Um, but yeah, I totally believe in soulmates. You can't be, you can't be as obsessed with media as I am <laughs> and obsessed with fictional love stories and not believe in soulmates. It's impossible. You don't come out of Supernatural where an angel falls in love with a man and be like, oh, love doesn't exist. It's not there. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't happen. So I'm a big soulmate person. But like I said, I, I have friends that, who are my soulmates and like I'd kill for them. Yeah. Like, I'll go. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so. Well, I don't really believe, like, I believe that there are people that you're, like, just innately really compatible with. But I don't know. I find the concept of being, like, they're my soulmate very, like, predeterministic. And it's, like, every relationship, you have to work for it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, like issues that you don't see eye to eye on I don't know I'm not I'm not like a super romantic person in general so I'm just like eh. but I do have like friends where it's like that sort of instant connection you know when you like you hang out with someone and you just like immediately know like oh we're gonna be really good friends <laughs> like we're gonna really really get along I love that feeling that's, that's really like the most high you can feel in life I feel like that's like one of the top best feelings is just like this person I fucks with them what the fuck <laughs> like you're just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. so exciting but also like, very rare yeah for me yeah I don't know there's I always like that feeling where it's like you know that if you could spend like one afternoon with someone you'd be inseparable but like you just haven't yet I love that sort of feeling <laughs> I have a couple friends where I'm like if we went to like Ikea yeah when we came out of Ikea, we would be like, we'd go get tattoos. We'd be like <laughs> inseparable best friends. Yeah. We just haven't gone to Ikea yet. <laughs> That's where the, all the real magic happens. Is that Honestly, Ikea? <laughs> it is a good place to just go and see what happens. <laughs> we used to go on, when I worked at um, Valnet, we used to go on our breaks to Ikea. <laughs> That's hilarious. My it's friend great. would be like, no, what were you going to say, right? I was gonna say it's like the perfect like improv zone. Yeah, <laughs> so many sets. There's so many sets. Yeah, run like, to. If someone actually needs something, you could get it there. But also, they had one dollar ice creams. That is literally my idea of heaven, minus the ice cream like being free. <laughs> like, yeah. if you can't be free, paying one dollar for ice cream is pretty fucking great to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a bit insulted that you don't believe in soulmates and we invited you here on our downtime <laughs> talk. Okay, I don't believe in soulmates, but I do believe in like Ikea mates. That's, <laughs> that's your that you know, that Like if you went to Ikea with, you would be best friends. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have my best friend, like the second we started talking, we just like never stopped. We like haven't ended a conversation in like six years. That's fine stay up all night and we thought each other was the funniest person we'd ever met and we were right <laughs> but it's like we also tried to date and that did not go well like it really did not mix so it's yeah. like Ugh. yeah that's always really interesting 
because like, maybe we're not soulmates. I never thought about that. Like when you're so compatible as friends and then you make the switch and it's just like not it. Like I've no, obviously yeah. had that experience. It's rough. It sucks. And it's like we, it ended up okay because when we broke up, we like stayed friends and it was like awkward for a little bit and then we pushed past it and now she says I'm like her sister and I'm always like don't don't <laughs> don't 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 just don't yeah do you do either of you feel though that there's some like that I have some relationships that I feel like I don't even have to work at because they're so seem like seamless and easy and it's just like like breathing you know what I mean like I haven't had, we disagree on things, but nothing important. Like we disagree about like what movie we thought was good. You know what I mean? Um, like I have, I've, I have two friends, one of about six or seven years and one about three or four. Cause I have no idea what time is, um, but like we have never had an argument. So do like, do either of you find, like, do you guys find that you have to work in all your relationships or do you have some that are just like easy breezy, beautiful cover girl? Well, I will say that like my ex and I were like that as friends. Okay. So three years, we never had an issue with each other. It was all smooth sailing. You know, we only disagreed about like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie. I don't like that guy. Like that. Mm-hmm. Once we started dating, it was like, oh, the needs of this relationship are different and we're on different levels. But yeah than that it's like I think all friendships require work even if that work doesn't feel like it so like the spending time with them or reaching out or you know having matching love languages is one it's like I don't know if you are friends with someone and their love language is quality time and you never hang out with them yeah like maybe it feels fine on your end but they feel I don't know when you put it as like, it might not feel like work, like, yeah, that's true. Like both reaching out to each other, spending time together. Um, yeah, I guess I, I guess it's that, that I don't think of it as putting work in. It just feels like, oh, I didn't text Clarissa today. Now I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the extent of my thought process. Like, oh, it's been eight hours. I haven't spoken to her. Time to send her another message about like, nothing (laughs) you know um but it's true that's a valid point that it might it might just not feel like work but it is making sure that the relationship is like there and thriving I feel like she is one of the few people that doesn't piss me off so maybe that's why I don't care (laughs) yeah I feel like I have like categories of friendships and they're all very specific with how they feel so like for example, my friends from like elementary schools, so I've known them for like ever. It's a very high maintenance type of relationship because it's it's based on time spent together. Whereas like then my friends from high school and my friends for, like who I've met just randomly, like those feel more like I was a, I was a developed human being at that point. So like I'm pretty consistent with how I was back then. So those feel a little bit more natural, but I feel like there are only two people, two of my friends who I feel like we just like hang out and we could talk forever. Cause I'm not really like, I would say I'm more of a listener in a conversation usually. Like I like to, I like when people talk a lot because I don't like to talk that much. I feel like I get in my head a lot and then I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say. So like, I like to listen. So when people 
talk a lot like that's those two those two girls like they they talk a lot and then they bring out the best in me and make me feel like okay I can like contribute to this conversation that feels like noise so like I wouldn't say it's like no effort but kind of like what Ray said like just feels natural and good and like low low maintenance I hate high maintenance friendships because I'm like inconsistent with how I interact with my friends too like based on just like sometimes man I don't want to talk to anyone for like two weeks that's just how I am but I think it's good to have that balance like some friends like you need to put in the effort and like you kind of feel the fruits of your labor when you do that a little bit like okay like I gave this friend so much attention and now our friendship is like stronger maybe for some people whereas like you need that balancing of like your other friends who just like enrich you whereas you're enriching those friends maybe that's a good way to put it some friends I have to pour into their cup and other friends pour into my cup you know so it's it's interesting now though during the pandemic because everything is all wonky and just like what even is what is friendship during the pandemic you know yeah and I hate in I mean I hate it less now because there's no point in fighting it but it's like I hate FaceTime and I hate zoom calls and I hate virtual meetings like I hate it so it's like I have friends who it's like they want to FaceTime and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna spend the entire time staring at my own jawline (laughs) the whole time I'm not gonna listen to what you're saying (laughs) it's like I would rather just have like a straight up phone call where I can like just sit in whatever position I'm in and not worry about it than FaceTime like honestly I really like texting now I used to be kind of like on the phone call end of things because I was like, let's just get over with, get it over with the conversation. But now I can like take my time and think about what I want to say. And like, they can't get mad at me for being like kind of <laughs> response or whatever. I don't know. It's funny how that's like shifting around too. As someone who like the majority of my friendships in high school were like internet based, I've yeah. always been like way more on the like, oh, text me. I am me. I think I'm much funnier in text than I am in person. <laughs> so I'm like, let me, let's banter. Let's yeah. send, let's do I, totally I have friends. I feel that, the yeah. being funnier on text versus like in person. And like, I almost feel like we, I have like a separate personality when I'm texting. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so much more confident. Uh-huh. I'm like a human being is in front of me and I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's why I feel like slack is such a dangerous thing for me because it feels like instant messaging like it feels like I'm just on this with my friends but it's like no this is a work environment my boss can read this but I'm always like he I'm tweeting it's like no I'm not tweeting Stop. <laughs> like it's very easy to get like over, <laughs> over. Yeah. I'm like always a little afraid of what I'm posting in lentil soup because I'm like am I crossing the line <laughs> I never know because like it's a it's a group chat amongst friends but it's still a work friends yeah yeah so I never know when to stop and like <laughs> but thankfully if it, if I really feel like I'm about to cross the line I just like message Taylor because I'm like yeah. you won't <laughs> I message Taylor and I'm like I have a kink to share with you and then I share it with Taylor and like, the world the world makes sense and usually she shares the same one so we will just like yell at each other um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always afraid of like going too far. I remember for like a while in mental soup, I didn't even swear because I was like, eh. 
I feel like the dynamic has changed over time too with like more new people coming in other people yeah. moving. it's just like I don't know where we're at there but <laughs> I do feel we, way- we also don't have the like Friday you know like it's yeah the weirdness level has raised overall but it doesn't get as high as it did so like the normal is higher than it was but it doesn't peak we don't have that so- frantic energy that we used to in the office but we would like build off each other because we we're all sitting next to each other giggling at each yeah. other and I was like I'm gonna send something just because I want to hear Maria laugh behind me and I know she's gonna laugh at this if I send this yeah there's none of that uh I definitely feel like I'm way more like witty and like I say hotter takes when I'm on slack or when I'm texting versus like when I'm t- speaking I'm s- maybe this is because I literally have like memory loss that I'm trying to deal with but like I can't my my thoughts just don't connect the way they do when I'm writing so it's like okay I'm just gonna be a listener I guess you know yeah it's a show (laughs) yeah that's like I will get into internet fights all day long because I don't give a shit and it just it makes me laugh and it's you know it's whatever but someone like gives me a hard look in person and I'm crying so it's yeah. like, I can't, I'm so non-confrontational in person. I'm always like, no, it's fine. You go ahead. Like, I don't, but like online, I'm just like, eh, fuck you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> for, for fights, I'm actually the reverse. I hate, I hate social media arguments because I feel like they can't go anywhere because, because it's just, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but. Oh, well, cause no one ever changes their mind yeah but then if, like person, there's no point in doing it if you, if yeah. that's your goal. but yeah. my goal is to say something that's funny in a screenshot that's <laughs> gonna say, screenshot this and then tweet it be savage and make them feel embarrassed <laughs> that's all <Yeah. laughs> um but no i'm much i'm for for fighting i'm much better in person or like if i can write out like long text messages Oh, I will break you into a million pieces and you will yeah. like want to never see the light of day to get again. Like I, I like this like really like fun and friendly personality I have with you guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, it is, it is who I am 99% of the, the time, especially with my friends. Um, but yeah, and I get, to be fair, I give people a lot of chances before I take it to the point I take it to. But once there, that line has been crossed of, okay, it's not just two or three chances, it's like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Oh my God. I will literally, like I channel all the Blair Waldorf energy I can and like put it all into one message that will make you hate yourself. Yeah. But if I'm going to a fight, I'm going to win because that's how it's <laughs> So <laughs> I definitely have to come out a loser. It's not going to be me. What do you say, Maria? I said, I just, I definitely identify with that. Just like, I give people a lot of chances to say the right things, but when I am going to destroy you, I'm going to destroy you and it's going to be classy and yeah. savage. Yeah. I don't know. It has to be. It's who I am. Yeah. But then again, um, like, like, as soon as I see I a person, I'll be like, hey, look, it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, let's I never move on from this. <laughs> I know if I it's for me if I'm getting to that point it's because so much has happened and now it's like okay we're cutting the cord Mm -hmm. like enough's enough I don't want you here anymore 
And I will make sure you know that in the worst way possible. <laughs> I never get angry with people. Like it takes so much for me to like hit a level where I'm actually angry with someone and I will never talk to them about it because it's like, what tends to happen is that I end up apologizing for being angry. <laughs> and it's like, that was a big problem in my relationship was that anytime I brought up an issue, I would apologize. And anytime she brought up an issue, I would apologize. And so it's like, it got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to apologize. I don't yeah. like groveling right now. So I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. So when I get angry, I talk to other people. <laughs> yeah. You have to rant for me to get there, but I will explode once. And then I'm back to being like, when I was at uh, college, I had this one day where I just like lost it. And I like dragged my friends into like a little recording booth in the studio. And I was like, I am sick and tired of everyone in this program treating me like I'm their mother and it's my job to remind them about this and to tell them how to do this and to be so sweet and nice and kind and help them do this. And I just exploded. I was like, I'm not your mother. <laughs> and that became our sort of like uh, rallying cry whenever we were like feeling like a little bit like close to the edge. It was always be like, hey, I'm not your mother. Just <laughs> not your mother. Is that why you don't like when you get the mom friend in BuzzFeed quizzes? <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not, I don't know. I think part of it was like an age thing. Like I was, you know, like three or four years older than most of the people who were in, who were in the program with me. So it's like, that was part of it is that like, they just came from living with their mom. Mm -hmm. I do have a very, like, I'm, I am like a helpful person and I like, you know, taking care of people. And I'm always fine to like, hey, you have this, don't forget to do this. Like, yeah. But it's when it's like expected. That's yeah. when I get when yeah. this yes. title ends. That's, that's when I get true. mad. I'm like, I've been nice to you. <laughs> as soon as it's expected, it's literally like, I don't want to do it anymore. And I'm going to be mad if you say it. Like, as soon as that takes that turn, that's so true. Why? Wow, I never thought about that. Having a lot of epiphanies today. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of ranting when it comes to your whether it's gal pals or just pals um do you do you guys feel like you can rant to one person and like then you're done or you have to rant like to everybody because like i feel if i'm really upset about something i'm like i'm gonna every single person that i know <laughs> bro if I'm messaging lentil soup about my family drama, what yeah. do you think the answer is? <laughs> I need to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, same, same. And like, even that's not enough. Like, even if I stayed in lentil group, lentil soup, where it's, it's for what, 10-ish people? 10 yeah. to 12 maybe? That's still like not enough for me. <laughs> like, I, I need to validation go from all of them, every single one of my friends. Yeah, I really do. I really, really do. And, but like, there's some I won't message because I'm like, they're going to try to be logical and like tell me I'm wrong and I just like don't want to hear it <laughs> so you will like they that person won't get a message yeah um, but yeah oh my god I have, I have to like rant to everybody and I find women are better at, at understanding when it's time to just listen versus when it's time to like oh well I think like bro I didn't ask you what you thought I'm here to complain <laughs> I don't want a solution yeah, like, solutions to rant. I probably already know the solution. Like, honestly, I probably already know, but I don't want to deal with it right now. I want to complain and I want to call someone a name and that's it. That's the end of it. But when people come in like, 
Well, like you're being more dramatic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's my life. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I only ever like will talk to one person. It's like, I don't like people knowing me. I think it's, <laughs> you know, you're like I, <laughs> yeah, my ideal form is like a cartoon character. Like I love the idea of people thinking of me as like, just like a character on a TV show is like not like comic relief. So it's like, I will talk to one person and it's always, it always starts the same. It's like, I'll message my friend Beck and I'll go, can I be mean for a second? That's always the start. <laughs> can I be mean about something? Can I be mean? And then it's like, just explode for two hours. And then I go into lentil soup and I'm like, no pits today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, now we always know you're lying, right? <laughs> now we know you yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> damn it <laughs> all it took was 49 minutes of a podcast <laughs> lay it all out this whole podcast was just like a long con to yeah. get me to admit <laughs> a feeling at some point <laughs> oh man um what would you okay, say for- uh now you go i went right. <laughs> I, I was gonna say i want to i want our last topic of discussion of Valentine's Day to be um not what you prefer male or female relationships or like like cisgender men and like non-binary people and women cisgender women and stuff like that um but like I already forgot where my question was going (laughs) um oh okay yes it was do you do you find that your relationship with your cisgendered women slash gender non-conforming in any way different with your cisgendered male friends who's gonna go first (laughs) well i asked questions so i'm not gonna go first (laughs) i'll go um men are no worries (laughs) useless (laughs) (laughs) um like I just that's not true I feel like there are some like cis men that like can have the qualities of female friendship or like non-binary friendship but I do feel like anyone that's not a man basically I'm just gonna group that together or a cis man like actually tries to be compassionate and like listen whereas in the male relationships I have like they are always trying to solve a problem or give advice or like fix things like it's like friendship is not always about like trying to solve your it's almost never about trying to solve your friend's problems and I feel like that's what I always get from that side whereas like everyone else like they're usually just like they can understand that whatever I'm talking about, like, it doesn't need, first of all, it doesn't always need a response. It doesn't need an answer. It doesn't need a solution. Like, it's just like, let's just like have this moment, you know, it doesn't have to be defined by like learning something or like them providing value to me specifically. Whereas like in, with cis men, I'm just like, shut up, dude. Like, shut (laughs) up, please. Or like, they never tell me something I don't already know anyway. It's like, literally, I'm like, not joking. Like, unless they're actually a professor or something, like, rarely am I hearing something that I'm like, oh, I needed to learn this today. <laughs> no. 
so for me anyway like most of the people non-cis men in my life like I prefer that friendship but I wouldn't say it's always better just like I prefer it and it feels like a balance rather than like someone trying to one-up you all the time I like like casual friendships with like cis straight dudes I think those are fun and I tend to get along with them really well I think because there's no expectation of like or is there maybe like a connection never any of that so it's like I get along really well also I'm funny and I think that helps (laughs) like (laughs) but it's like I find that my if I was like gonna rank (laughs) it'd be anyone like gay non-binary non-cis head like those are the people I connect with the most and then it's like straight women and then like cats (laughs) (laughs) straight men like I have a couple straight men who I'm like really good friends with but I feel like they are exceptions where it's like you know they don't behave like most straight guys that's exactly it yeah. that I've seen or that I've interacted with it's like I don't know most of my like close circle of friends are gay men and I think that's just you know gays attract gays and there's not many lesbians out there <laughs> yeah that's fair um yeah it's funny because two of my longest friendships are both with men um who are both cisgender and both straight. Um, and a lot of, and I feel like when I was in high school, I thought the thing to do was to have more male friends than female friends. Cause I don't know, like, I don't know what it is about fucking high school, but like they train you to hate other girls. <laughs> yep. um, I felt like that was the thing to do in high school. And at, the, at that time i had a lot of more male friends then I, as I got older, I was like, yo, they kind of suck. <laughs> you know, and I started to find like such beautiful and like really fulfilling female friendships, apart from my friend Dina, who I've known since like the third grade. But I'm just not, I'm not counting it just because like she was always there, you know what I mean? And it, so it's yes. just different. But like finding people I like, wanted to be friends with who were women and then like feeling such a fulfillment and even just at that moment of like it's so simple but when you like need a pad and they like have one you know what I mean like so small (laughs) but like there's something just so beautiful about that moment or I don't know and it's a lot of what Maria said too of like my with my male friends it's like I tend not to complain to them as much as I do with my female friends, because yeah, it's like they're so logical. It's like I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't fucking care. First of all, I don't want your opinion. Like probably ever, <laughs> unless I'm like asking. Like if I ask you a question, because I want your opinion. But like oh, if I didn't yeah. ask, I probably don't want to know. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, no. I think as I've gotten older, I've I've found such beauty in female friendships, and they're just so pure and. I don't know there's like so much love like girl, like girls are really not as bitchy as people like as we know when you're growing up like that's what you hear like yeah girls really are catty not- and they love drama yeah like it's really not the case at all like 
like even when you go to like clubs and girls are like helping you fix your makeup yeah like you know what I mean like that's amazing like I don't even know you (laughs) I find that like men some men don't know how to have like an emotional friendship like you'll see guys and you're like oh your your guy friend like what's he up to how's he doing oh mom was sick last week is she feeling better it's like they have no and it's like I don't know what they talk about but it's not that and it's like sometimes that's fun but I don't that's not the kind of friendship I'm interested in yeah I ended up with like and I'm sure lots of girls have this where it's like guys see that you're treating them like a human person and then they get like a romantic attachment to you because that's all they know like anyone who talks to me about my feelings must be in love with me (laughs) that's not like a platonic thing but it's like that's not I don't know I find it hard to find a balance between like I find that guys will joke around with me more like they'll banter which I love in friendships and I find that a lot of girls don't you know or it's just not as it's more that like hey girly yeah well I was like just like a very sweet conversation and it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to build a rapport (laughs) (laughs) with straight guys sometimes that's easier yeah that they're trying to like have a like create a bit (laughs) together when it's like I don't know if girls are although I will say girls are funnier than men almost universally women are funnier than men (laughs) i don't trust any man that thinks will ferrell is funnier than tina fey or amy poehler okay that shit is wild like even if you find will ferrell funny like whatever you find it funny but like you don't like amy poehler and tina fey like just say you're a sexist (laughs) (laughs) like just say it i I have like i have friends who do stand-up comedy and they're funny but it's like nothing they've said has cracked me up as much as like any random sleepover with any girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I miss having a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> with that wave of like that 2 a.m. feeling where something has made you laugh. Crying. Yeah. Crying, yeah. Laughing. You can't even explain what's funny anymore. Well, I haven't had a laugh like that in like literally a year. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's so sad. That right. I was gonna say like kind of the opposite of what Ray was saying about straight men but like like straight cis men and also straight cis women who are like hyper attuned to their gender identity like they're like really feminine or really masculine I don't know if that's wrong to say like they're very like stereotypical I guess is that wrong no I mean I find that even in like, Pudge, stop, that's my mic, stop, 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 stop. Um, <laughs> even when it comes to like dating, like I'm not interested in like talking to super, super feminine girls. Yeah. Like, uh, I just so like- not, I, So like for me, when I'm, I don't really relate to those people on either end of that kind of spectrum. I actually in the last two or three years have been more, just be, getting along a lot better with people who are, more I don't know diverse I don't know how to say but like like I don't really say that I'm like straight up straight but I'm pretty straight I guess but I feel like I some of the best friendships I have are with people who are like non-binary or gay or like they're just not 
you know, cis across the board. And I yeah, feel like- I, I find that that's like a big issue I have with like a lot of my straight female friends yeah. or even my bi female friends who have boyfriends where it's like, that's all they want to talk about. Yeah. Their boyfriend and I boy- think- and dating and sex with boys and oh, boys on Tinder. And I'm like, I think I even got bored with this if they were women, but I especially don't want to hear about it. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, I feel like I got bored with myself talking about that shit. And that's what turned me off of other people talking about that shit. And now I'm like, the only time I talk about that type of stuff is if I'm complaining and I really need to complain. (laughs) Otherwise, like the past year, I've really just like moved away from that and just tried to be like, there's more to life than like being girly or being manly like can we please like have an interesting conversation an interesting friendship you know so I feel like I've just yeah I don't know I've a lot of my friends have just become part of the greater LGBT community and just like I feel like it's it should be that way but people are so stuck on sticking with their identities I don't know I don't know if that's offensive but like people are I feel like a lot of people in my life really stick with people who are exactly the same as them yeah don't fuck with <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I, I get that yeah. but yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't really yeah, have the moral of the story here is that well we all love straight men we don't want to talk to them <laughs> <laughs> listen i i i actually have so i i will say on the just so no one comes for us or me at least uh, I have tons of straight men in my life that I obviously I love and I wouldn't have them in my life if I didn't have a, an amazing yeah. emotional connection with them because I'm not in the interest of having friendships that don't mean anything. Um, but yeah, it's just different, right? Like every relationship in general is different. Like the relationship I have with you, Ray, is not the same relationship I have with Maria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, straight men can be dumb as hell and that's just the way it is. <laughs> I feel like the best people can be like anyone. Lot yeah. Everyone can be the best people, but the worst people are always straight white men. <laughs> they are the worst. They're they're always yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, that's a good against the they're fighting against a current. Yeah. yeah. I have lots of <laughs> I don't think I'm, we need to like. I'm not a man-hating on this one, lesbian. <laughs> I think this. I'm not a man-hating okay. lesbian. Some of my best friends are men, so. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. This is just to make Parth and Stephen not feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Neither Parth nor Stephen are straight white men. No. That's true. Well, <laughs> like they both, they're not all three. So. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, wait. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we just like outing people on? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're not straight white men or straight white men. Got it. Okay, I get. It. I get what I get. What you, I get your sentence now. And that's why. Also, I think generally the best like straight white men I know have lots of like female friends or yeah. influence in their lives. Yeah, that's very true. Like the ones who are just like the boys. Yeah. I always call them junior officers club. That's like my, <laughs> my group of like boys. It's always like, oh, it's the junior officers club. They're all, they're all here. Those are the worst because they yeah. don't like interact with anyone who's not, you know. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's true. The, the, the guys who have lots of girlfriends or like lots of sisters. Yeah. It's like, they just seem like more well-rounded people. I don't know. 
guys who have had a girlfriend for a long time. It's like, wow, you know how to do the dishes. This is amazing. (laughs) A basic human skill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. On that controversial note, (laughs) um, sorry to all the straights that were listening to this, straight white men. But, uh, you think there's a lot listening to this? <laughs> I don't think there's any, actually. <laughs> By chance, if you did, whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. um, you came into our house. Yeah, yeah exactly. Houses. Live by our rules. <laughs> um, that was our hour. So thank you, Ray, for coming on, having crazy oh chats God. with us. Really thank fun. you for inviting me. It was so fun. Valentine's yeah. Day special. The best. Um, next week, we will... I don't even know what our topic is. I'm not going to pretend. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you well, I definitely don't know. You, got so. it <laughs> you guys got through the, the episode this far. Thank you, and we love you, and we'll see you next time. Peace! Peace out. Bye!